What's up? I'm Ayla. This is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday series Sunday, that one day of the week where we talk all things one series and one series only. And this week, we're talking about a very sweet, very sweet, very sad, sweet, sad, sad, sweet, bittersweet, bittersweet story. on brand for... On brand for the actors that are in... Well, one of the actors. And the studio. And yeah. Lord of mercy. They can't give us a break on the emotions. Truly. We're talking... My only 12%. I'm really excited to talk about this one. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Oh, yeah. Like, I kind of went into it and I was like, mm, this kind like, I don't love a high school drama. Mm. So I, like, I really went into it being like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to watch this for Kuhart because I yeah. love Kuhart. And I ended up really, really enjoying it. Where did we get the chime jump? Was it a half and half situation? Roughly. I think, a, I think, like, Maybe more like 60, 40, but yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, there are 14 episodes? Yeah, yeah. It was a long one. I, I also did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Especially when giving us a time jump because I hate a time jump because I feel like I want to know what happened in the middle. Mm. And so if you're not going to let me know what happened in the middle, at least give me more on the front and back end. I see. Like at least, like, at least make it not as jarring to be like, well, all of a sudden we're in this new time in this new place emotionally in this new growth like right like yeah. it's jarring for me i did feel like we got a good amount from freshman year right of high school to then freshman year of college like i i can appreciate like a high school time jump well, yeah 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 we we know what happens but again they like i like with this one that they put a lot of it like a lot of development in the second yeah. half because th- it felt less jarring to me because like essentially they've magically developed is what has happened right like emotionally and whatever mm-hmm. like that's what happens with a time job yeah and so it's jarring right they've all of a sudden become this new person and like when there's not enough on the back end, which is why, like, I hate when there's a time jump in the final episode. I hate mm. that. It's just, like, such a jarring change versus, like, the way that they did it in My Only 12%. You had time to, like, adjust and understand because you almost have to redevelop those characters when you have a time jump like that. Mm. Anyways, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, they did a great job. Okay, so this is available on IGE. Yes. From Wabi Sabi. Love it. Wabi Sabi giving us big until we meet again vibes. Always. <laughs> the Listen, emotions, if it ain't broke, tears. don't fix it. It's so true. Starring as Cake Santa, who dang, I can't wait to scream about this boy because he kills it in this yeah. show. For this, like his second thing out of the gate. And his first thing was like a mini series, essentially. This boy can shed a tear yeah uh and then as see you earth yes sweet sweet Kuhart. big earth uh we are sporting his celio heart stuff well he's little earth oh right 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 little (laughs) earth sporting his celio heart stuff it's very cute i've seen so many bl boys wearing it ford from love in the air is currently wearing like all of his stuff. And I'm like, it always makes me wonder what are the connections? Yeah. Right. Nanon was the reason that I bought this one. This like, uh, cause Nanon wore the hoodie version. Yeah. Of this. And, yeah. And the style, like I bought it because Nanon wore it, but also because I really liked the style. And then we got the story. Go watch our interview with Santa and earth interview with Santa and earth. And he talked about being inspired by high school, high school musical. musical and y'all, <laughs> 
I loved High School Musical. I went to the concert tour. I had a cardboard cutout of Zac Efron. I made, I bought movie tickets for friends to go with me to watch it because no one was going to watch it because I was like, a senior in college. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember, I really liked High School Musical, but what? I watched it, like, when I first watched it, like, ironically. Like, it wasn't currently airing when I watched it. I was, yeah. like, a little too young to mm. be, like, into that kind of thing when it actually came out. Like, I yeah. was, like, a young, young, like, what do they call it? Like, a preteen. You would have been in, like, early high school because I was in college when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, I was, like... And we were, like, I was four very years young. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I loved High School Musical. Loved it. So, yeah, it was really cute. And there's, like, a little phrase. We love some sleeve work. Yeah. This is not a... Not, celio, spo- not sponsored. Not sponsored, not but, fun. like, go get your Celio Heart stuff. Yeah. Because I think you can still line order some stuff. Sure. It's really easy. If you're to order in merch. Thailand, you can buy it at Wap Cafe. Cafe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Synopsis voice time. Do it. <clears throat> Cake and Siu have been friends as far as they can remember. Cake is very outgoing and has a lot of friends, while Siu is very shy and barely speaks to people he's not used to being around. Despite their different personalities, they are very close. By being next-door neighbors since they were born, they became an essential aspect of each other's lives. However, as they become older, things change, and so do the way they see each other. There's only a 12% possibility of having a successful first love, would that 12% be enough? This is a good synopsis. I do like yeah. this synopsis, actually. You know what I also It's loved? also well-written. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I also loved is a little, another wink to our interview. Our intro to our interview kind of went in line with how the show ended. Yeah. Because he was like 100%, 1%. I was like, oh. That was cute. Okay. Uh, let's start with the beginning when they're in high school. Yeah. I thought it was really well done the way that they portrayed these boys as friends. And I fully believe them as friends without some underlying weird. Right. That they're just, they're legitimately just just friends friends at that point. Yeah. And it was a sweet, just like friendship that they had at the beginning where, where uh, cake genuinely cares about CU in a way that, it's almost, you know what it reminds me of? This is so ridiculous and probably a far reach. When 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 Jacob from Twilight oh my God. imprints on Renesne, it's one of those situations where I feel like Cake imprinted on CU and it, he didn't quite understand why he cared so much about this boy. And then eventually when things, when CU starts going out into the world and starts interacting with other people and like it develops more in an adult situation. I do really appreciate that they developed them romantically as adults. Adults, yeah. That it's not like this, you were my first love and whatever, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. I do I do I mean it is a first love, but it wasn't like yes. my childhood love. That's what we right. normally get a lot of is like, this was my childhood love. Like, I'm only thinking of this example. It happens in a lot of shows. But Quick I'm- dragon. No. Love at first sight when they were eight years old. No, no, no. <laughs> because he didn't realize that was him. He fully says, I didn't like you till freshman right. year. True, true, true. But no, the just because like I was talking about him like earlier, 
um two moons uh-huh. with wyo and peapot like mm-hmm. that very much was like a wyo was a child and was like huh right like that oh, kind of thing yeah. and same thing same thing with um star in my mind right where it's very much like they're kids and it's this like yeah. it's all stemming from like this is my childhood love i did yeah. appreciate that this wasn't like a childhood love yeah it's a it's a sweet it's it's almost like bad buddy but take out the competition it is so funny that you mentioned twilight and jacob and renesme because somebody earlier today was asking me about this literally what? somebody earlier today was like ayla how did you i i forget how twilight even came up i unironically like twilight so like i love in twilight. case anybody's wondering i don't I, ironically like anything i think that's so silly a lot of people like i was like going to the midnight premieres of these movies and like it this was like even my generation that watched these movies like the first one came out and it became a joke and so then after it i read all the books all I of like we would all go to the movies but like jokingly yeah. but it wasn't a joke for me like i love it and I so i forget it. why it came up but somebody was like ayla how did you feel about like jacob and like jacob like in that baby and i was like oh my god i forget why that came up but that literally somebody earlier today asked me about this jacob exact scenario and that baby. Oh my god, i was I like that. so it's funny that you mentioned that but I, like i don't know i think it very much like reminded me like less of like twilight i think that is a little bit of a stretch and more of like honestly this is a currently airing show so i don't know if this is like gonna stand up but my man and little and remember me oh yeah it reminds me a lot of that actually lord have mercy when we do that series sunday yeah. i will scream about the yearbook many more times but like no name and then i always forget my man's uh name in this he's not champ no. not champ it's something <gasps> it's something it's, it's something a, a little different <sighs> e e I don't know. Anyways, no Fun. name and man. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it reminds me a lot of that because it's sort of the same scenario where like they're friends and like he yeah, there's like no romance this boy to it. and there's no M. M. E M M. And there's no romance to it whatsoever until we they're don't college know. aged. Right? Because like that's when you kind of start getting like yeah. you kind of start realizing, like, okay, for no name, this is something like you start to realize there's like a little more to it for no name, especially yeah. now that they're but and so like we'll see, because again, this is a currently airing show, so I don't actually know. Did you have any relationships like that in high school with boys? What do you mean where it was like we were just friends, like straight up just friends? Yeah. And maybe if like down the line you had been single and like reconnected with them, you could have developed more that you somebody you like loved that like, I don't know in because a purely platonic. Way. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to answer, like, if we reconnected, like, would I want to be romantically involved but, with like, them? And I'm like, I don't know, because all of the people that are coming to my mind that I was like straight up just like friends with in yeah. high school no i can't see them as a romantic interest because like that's my you were friend. friend yeah i'm talking about somebody like what you said a little bit ago where where you loved them probably a little more than what was just friends oh yeah 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 i definitely had there was like one boy in high school yeah. that like 
it was probably honestly like for both of us a little more but like we didn't really like it wasn't like neither one of you crossed the I line. did yeah and like I, like we were friends all while I was dating someone else mm. and like we were really really like very platonic friends yeah but like very much like like we both had the same like after school job like we both worked together at old navy yeah um and like we would manipulate the schedule so that we could work together and Cute. we would like manipulate the floor oh my assignment gosh, what is that drama That's and, yeah and we would like manipulate the floor assignment so that we could do the denim wall together because if you've ever worked oh at old navy gosh. you know that that's the project on the floor that takes forever so i know like, if you have worked at old navy i worked at the flagship store in san francisco there is one person to the denim wall at all times. At all times. Yeah. See, so in my store, obviously, it was a smaller store. Like, it yeah. wasn't or it wasn't a flagship store. It was pretty big, but it wasn't a flagship store. No. It was just, we would yeah. just wait to fix the denim wall until the end of the right. night. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, we would, like, yeah. manipulate the floor assignments so that we would both get put on the denim wall. Or, like, if yeah. we got put on different things, we would, like, like, if you were doing, like, rich like runs back from the dressing room right to put stuff back where it yes. belongs. We, like, whichever one of us was doing that would, like, rush through it so that we would be, like, Oh, I'm going to go help Ben with the denim wall now, right? So we could just then say it. And so, like, yeah, there probably was. Yeah. And we actually did. So, like, he went away for college and I went away for college. Like, I went to San Antonio. He went to um, San Marcos. Like, we went to different schools. And um, we – my best friend or one of my best friends went to the same college as Ben, but she's, like, older than him. And so – she had an apartment. I also had an apartment my freshman year of college. Um, you weren't allowed to have apartments your freshman year where I went. Yeah, I, I also had my own apartment. But, like, we would go visit because, like, whatever. She's, like, one of my best friends. And I remember one time, finally, I was, like, we had visited her apartment a few times. And I was, like, oh, my God. Ben goes to Texas State. <laughs> and I was, like, I should text Ben. And I did. And he was – and I was, like, we're having a party. Do you want to come? And he was, like, yeah, for sure. And we, like – there definitely was like this probably could have underlined like, but at that point i already was like kind of sort of seeing someone yeah. else like it was like a whole thing yeah interesting yeah yeah so yeah like i can love think of at the one denim boy. wall because <laughs> every other boy that i would like i didn't really have a bunch of boy like friends that were yeah. boys in high school mm -hmm. i didn't really have friends that were guys until college oh interesting yeah the fr like all of the boys that I interacted with in high school were like, like I liked them or mm. they were like older than me and they were like, they will almost like take care of me. Not yeah. we, It wasn't that we were necessarily friends. Cause like I was on the debate team in high school. It was like super cool. <laughs> um, what in the main girls? I actually did really well on the debate. I actually was known as the girl that made people cry like on the debate circuit. It. Um, and literally they used to call me game over girl because one time I like famously made someone cry by just saying because I beat their argument in the round and I just ended it by saying game over and this girl started crying. Listen, you talk about you peaked in high school. The more you talk about your high school experience, the more I'm like, no, I was I no. was famous on the debate circuit. Thank you for making people cry, first of all. Um, but so like all of the boys that I knew through yeah, like yeah. the debate team they were all older than me right. and they would like take care of me and part of it was also self-serving because i was like really good as a freshman and i could read really fast right, which right, is important right. anyways it was more of like an older brother younger right. sister kind of vibe not so much just like we're buddies yeah 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 and then every other boy i hung out with i like had a crush on at some point yeah 
Yeah, so, I, yeah there no. was definitely the, there was definitely like one boy that I remember so vividly, and he was older than me, and I went to his high school graduation, and I remember just sitting in I remember sitting in someone's minivan because of course at that age we're like driving our parents' cars, right? And I just remember sobbing that he was graduating high school and going away to college, and like was like, why am I so emotional? Because this was a boy that like we were best friends in church and would like yeah. hold hands in church and like we were just like buddies. Like it was never, I never felt anything more than that. But in that moment I was like, me. Oh my God. No, especially all the church boys that I knew when I was like a young teenager. Oh, especially those boys <laughs> I had it bad for. I was not friends with any boys from church. Oh, I was all the boys all the from boys. church. I like had it down bad for. I love it. I yeah. Love it. But yeah, I thought that, the way they developed this story was really good. So going back to the high school years, this the friends in the show were really sweet. Yeah. But man, when you makes that friend, what was his name? His name is Sand. Ho oh, ho ho. When he first meets that boy, like you know it's gonna be trouble. Yeah. Like you you hope that, like, oh my gosh, he's made a friend, right? Cause you has like no friends other right. than other cake. than cake. Yeah. And so you're like, and it's the way that actually the way that they handle that is really sweet too. They make it so that it seems that you is kind of in charge of that where he's like, it's not that it's not that cake is pushing him aside when they go to high school. It's that you is like, he I wants don't want to be a part. Yeah. He, he like distanced yeah. himself and you see cake constantly being like, come hang out with us. Like they, they don't bite. Like they want to be friends with you. And they even are asking him why he doesn't right. hang out. And it's, he's more of like, <laughs> he's like, he's shy. Well, and like, it almost feels like you is like, I'm just like, I'm just not interested in being your friend, which like happens sometimes. And it's not that you like, I have someone in my life like that because you like, you know, mutual friends of right. people where it's like, if we are at the same place or we see each other, like, I'm not mad at you. I don't hate you, but I just like, I have no interest in being friends with you because yeah. we have nothing in common. And I can't imagine if it was just right. the two of us hanging out, like what we would even talk right. about, which is very yeah. high school though. Cause like the older you get, the more that you realize, like you're going to interact with people that you have zero in common with, right. but like, you can talk about the weather. But yeah, but like, again, you you're, you're not going to be like, call. you're not going to call no. them your friend, right? You're no. not going to be like, hey, do you want to go out for drinks? Hey, do you want to this? Hey, do you want to that? Right? I mean, like, you might because depending on where you live, especially if you live in bigger cities, sometimes you, if you like end up being the last two people in a, like in a social situation. Well, but what I mean is you're not going to specifically make plans. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to call just them Just the up. two of you. Yeah, like, yeah, you're not going to yeah. be like, hey, do you want to go grab drinks with me? Like, just me? Like, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, So I thought it was really sweet the way that they handle his, their dynamic within their groups of friends. Yes, because it could have been very sad. Yeah. Because, and that was another thing that made me nervous about this show is, like, I feel such, as somebody that got, like, teased a lot and, made, and like, bullied a little bit and made fun because, you know, as I just said, I was on the debate team and I was, like, <laughs> a larger, like, We've talked about this on the podcast before, but like mm -hmm. I recently lost, have lost almost 150 pounds. So right. it's like, you know, in high school, that's not an acceptable thing right, right, to right. be. And like, I also had just moved back from Korea when I started high school. So like, mm. I didn't have like, you know how normally in high school, like people know each other from yeah. middle school. I didn't have that. Like yeah. I knew no one. Yeah. I started in a new, I started in a new uh, zone for middle school, which was like, 
10 times worse because yeah. middle school sucks. No matter – I if you had a good middle school experience, I want to know because I know nobody who likes middle I school. I have some friends that are middle school teachers and middle school counselors, oh. and even they're like – It's the worst. Yeah. I, was a, I was a student teacher at the middle school, and I was like – I don't want to be a teacher anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got bullied like pretty heavily. Yeah. Not, I mean, not to the point where I like, not pretty heavily, not in comparison to a lot of other people. Right. Like I didn't go through that kind of thing. Um, although one time somebody did bring a gun to school to try and kill me and I had to switch schools. That actually was a whole, so that actually did happen to me. Casual. Um, it was over something really stupid, too. I mean, as it always is, I got kicked off the bus for something really stupid. Yeah. It, like, but it was I will fine. not tell the story, but it was really stupid. Anyways, I went to a new school and there I became a lacrosse cheerleader. And so, like, my station in life. I the also fact that you guys had lacrosse cheerleaders. I also got really invited funny. to the prom by a junior as a sophomore. So, like, my social status rose a little bit when I transferred guys, school. So it was all for the best. Did you guys have cheerleading for every sport? I don't know. I joined that because I had a crush on a boy in my drama class who played lacrosse. His <laughs> name was Nick. I don't did know what they did in like, sports. Traditional cheerleading costumes? Um, kind of because like, you know, lacrosse is more of like a preppy kind yeah. of like yeah, so yeah. we had these like skirts that were plaid. <gasps> it was like the plaid in the colors of my school, which was Cute. green and navy. And oh, those are good colors for plaid. <laughs> and then we had like polos from uh how do you even say aeropostal yeah aeropostal yeah aeropostal yeah 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 yeah. so we had like these like does that a store exist still i don't know but we had these like three like they went to like about our elbows just like like, the show this this conversation feels very retro (laughs) this makes so much sense (laughs) but yeah so I don't know if they had cheerleaders for the other sports. I literally only got involved in it because like, I that had a crush. Like you'd have cheerleading for like the swim team. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't have a crush on any swimmers. We got, potentially. La- we got lacrosse at our high school when we, when I was in high school and I don't remember anything. Listen, as I, I feel like people, people will games. understand about me, I basically did anything to chase a boy. I almost became one of those like, what do they call them? The people that like twirl the flags with the band. Oh no. <laughs> No, I almost signed color guard. A, color guard. I'm I, so sorry if you were color guard, but oh no, I literally almost signed up to that because I had a crush on a boy in the drum line. Because here's the, here's the hierarchy of of girls in school in that realm. You have you have the cheerleaders, and if you didn't make cheerleading, you went to the dance team, and if you didn't make the dance team, you went to color guard. And color. Listen, color guard. I here here was here. This was my logic. I didn't play an instrument. And so I like I needed some way to be involved with band. Play the cymbals because that would have been funny. Uh, because a boy, uh, well, no, on drumline it's only boys. At the time, there were no girls on drumline. That wasn't a thing. Mm. But the boy that I liked was on drumline, so like I had to have somewhere to be. Oh I didn't. Even, I didn't actually sign up to be color guard, but I almost did. So, like, yeah, I don't know if they had cheerleaders for other sports. I signed up because, again, I had a boy. I had a crush on a boy named Nick in my drama class, who definitely was like really into the idea that I liked him, but like he didn't actually like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Love those boys. One of the little girls that was already a lacrosse cheerleader was like, Nick said you might want to be like a lacrosse cheerleader, like, and came and like hunted me down. Cute, cute. Because one of the things that we did, which I think the football cheerleaders do this too, or like the real cheerleaders do this too. <laughs> right. The fact that there was there was a separate cheerleading squad, I think is what yeah. I'm like confused about. Yeah, yeah. I think that like the real cheerleaders. They're like the real cheerleaders will certainly not cheer they, for lacrosse. Yeah, they're like, we will not be involved this in this. This is the B League. Yeah. Um, 
you would decorate their we would decorate their lockers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so I think that he just wanted he liked that I liked him and wanted someone to decorate his locker. And like, he definitely would like play it up. Like he knew I liked him and he liked anyways. So in BL world, sending either tuk tuks or a money bouquet <laughs> is the equivalent of decorating a boy's locker. Those stories. Yeah. 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 No, here's the thing. As I feel like everyone will know is on brand for me. You would definitely in high school. I did almost anything to chase a boy. Yeah. I would fully anonymously like, decorate god's locker fully but like anonymously people would decorate their cars mm. people yeah we didn't really do have like car decorations you'd get like the window paint yeah no uh anyways back <laughs> to the show so yeah when when you meet sand you're like oh this boy could be sweet and man does that take a turn <laughs> yeah I do appreciate that Cake took that boy down. Oh, like ruthlessly. I mean, oh, these two boys just had like the sweetest high school relationship. Yeah, I think what I like, because normally I think we said this, I don't love a high school drama. Mostly because this all started with, I got bullied in high school because I was like, in, oh, I've yeah. always been into weird stuff. Always. Like, I was like a book nerd. I would like, mm -hmm. my original fanfic came out of like books. I was always into boy bands, all this stuff. I got bullied pretty heavily. Not heavily, but again, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I, when I watch a high school drama and I see anyone even like vaguely getting bullied, mm. I just have so much empathy. It makes me upset. Like, mm. I get, like, I will cry. Like, I get upset. Yeah, like yeah. even during movies that are supposed to be funny like the duff i like there I are parts that of that movie where like i cry because i get so upset over that kind of thing and so right. i was very hesitant on this one because i was like it's but high school in general because i was like he doesn't get bullied though he, but he gets doesn't just get like bullied. he gets right. taken advantage that's of. what i like appreciate about yeah. this is that like especially because it was Kuhart, I was so yeah. nervous because right. I was like, if I watch because he him gets bullied, get bullied on the regular. Right. So I'm like, if I watch him so play someone getting bullied, like my, I'm really going to lose it emotionally. But no, I felt like they handled it. Like it seemed like he didn't want the friends, right? It wasn't, oh. which I appreciated. It also seemed like a real high school dynamic, not like, yeah. again, like in the Duff, it's very much a fake high school dynamic. Like that's a dramatization of a high school dynamic. I really appreciate, which I feel like is more of a trope in the West, the two fr the two childhood friends where the one is becomes too cool. cool. Yeah, I hate that dynamic. Yeah. That never happens. Maybe it never because, happens. Well, because he goes to America. So maybe it would have happened right. like their senior year. But I want to give Cake more credit and think that that would never happen. I don't happen. think that would happen. Maybe they would have had their like awakening junior Earlier, year. Earlier, yeah. Oh, they could have been in high school. Are they still high school, high school sweethearts? sweethearts? If you No, because you didn't. You weren't sweethearts date, you in weren't high sweethearts school. sweethearts in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do appreciate that they kind of take sand down. Yeah, cake and like cake leads that. Like, yeah, cake is like the other big thing that happens in high school that I really thought was beautifully done was how you realizes he's gay and how he has his kind of awakening while watching The Love of Siam, which I really want to watch this movie. I it gets brought up because it was one of the original BL movies, yeah, and uh people talk about it and so i need to go watch it i definitely do but 
the way that that's handled, I thought was so realistic where he's watching it with his sister and she's like, Oh no, another, the boys they're kissing. I have to turn this off because if it was in the nineties or even early two thousands, it would have been really risque for them to be watching, especially as a freshman in high school. And so when he goes back and sneaks back and watches it and like realizes like, oh no, oh no, these, these boys make me feel the things that I feel with, with cake. And like, yeah, he has that. I thought that was so beautifully done. Yeah. I loved that moment. Which like, I will say one of the best things about Wabi Sabi and like just Kuhart in general. And like, you see this a lot with like fluke they can't fluke natuk the characters yes. he plays is that like because he has had that in his real life mm-hmm. i think that like it it's almost more emotional because like he's not having to reach for that yeah. he's not having to like understand what that would maybe feel like yeah. And so, like, and I think it just goes into, like, the way that it's written, right? And the way that, like, they they bring it to life is there's, like, an extra layer to it because that's their real – they've actually felt that before. Yeah. They don't they don't have to make up this feeling, right? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, this reminds me – we have an interview coming soon, and somebody talks about a coming out scene. Yeah. And how – yeah, when you have the – extra layer of having either experienced it before or somebody writing it who had experienced before or even somebody directing who had experienced before i can't wait for this interview you're talking about to come oh out gosh. because that was my question and it like and it really it's so sweet like oh my god it meant so much to me to talk to that to talk about that with yeah, that person because i think that's the important part of of this conversation in the bigger BL conversation is that i think and we've talked about this before on the podcast how we've like talked to gay men who are like i don't do bl because a b c or d and then we do have of course gay male friends who love bl right and so the the dividing line on a lot of it is how realistic it is and how it's it it's tilted towards a female audience a a straight female audience right it's it's written, written for written by or for straight females and so it's nice when you have shows like this who they're directed by yeah they're directed by gay men they're acted by gay men and that's not always the case and it doesn't have to always be the case no but it's nice to see these real stories that can be related to from like we've talked about obviously we can any perspective right yeah but it's it and it's nice to show these characters you know that that go-to line in BL now where it's like love is not about gender and that's so true that these these characters are relatable on so many levels and And it like it is nice because there's also like Robbie and Trevor were talking Mm -hmm. about this when we had them on the podcast back in June how even the stories that are like super fluffy and clearly like not the real gay experience at least not their lived experience they still love and appreciate because it's something that that like representation is just something they never saw before yeah. that like it gives you even hope. though it's not realistic for right. them and it's not like the real gay experience but right. at the same time like it's so fascinating and Shaki has said this recently to us in our conversations about big dragon yeah it's fascinating to see and like robbie kind of shares this perspective which i was like oh it's crazy that Shaki's saying the same thing and like mm. i don't think Shaki like 
heard Robbie say that. So mm-hmm. it was like fascinating to me that yeah. it was coming from like two gay men who are out, who are, you know, like they experienced this in their lives. Like they're, you know, mm-hmm. both said that like the thing about it is seeing stuff that is real that really happens Mm -hmm. but that some people will take the opportunity to attack and to say like whatever to try and like take it down to like soapbox about it right and like it was just fascinating to hear them both say like this is real and I like seeing it because it's real and like I know oh, like it's not things, right, and I like know things it's not, that are problematic. Yeah, that they're I like see. I understand that it's we're problematic. like why are we romanticizing these things? Right, all of these things that yeah, people yeah. tend to soapbox about about like we shouldn't romanticize this or that, and like we shouldn't to hear, use this terminology or we shouldn't say these things, right? Yeah, yeah. Or we shouldn't like show these actions right. because it's romanticizing it, right? And like to hear both Shaggy and Robbie say like they actually enjoy that being in those shows because it's it is shown to you as being problematic and that like they themselves understand that it's problematic. Right. But it's something that really for real does happen. Mm -hmm. And so if like, we just don't show it, it's almost like hiding part of their community under a rug. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just like, I think that it's fascinating to have those different layers because of course me not being a gay man, never would have thought about it that way because it's just not my experience and so like I think that when you have people who this is their lived experience they're able to add these layers to it that you never would have thought of because it's not your perspective yeah and so like that's why we usually will shy away from saying like this is right this is wrong this unless it's like something that's very clearly like crazy yeah yeah, yeah. um because like it's not it's not our space to speak on well like, and- that is not our our platform our space like there's not yeah. room for our voices right. on that and that's okay it doesn't have to be also a lot of it is ambiguous when it comes to what should or shouldn't be shown because of that exact reason where everybody's experience, everyone's triggers are different. And so you can't just wipe the slate clean of everything because, gosh, there are so many people that have different experiences. And if you say that, like, that can never be shown, then people aren't aware that people deal with that stuff. Right. True. And so that's what's important about showing these different things is that you can have two people sitting and watching the same, the same show. And one of those people never know that someone in the world experiences that situation. Whereas the other person may, may have experienced that situation and, and they're like triggered by it. But this, then it starts a conversation, right? Where it's like, Oh, this person is now aware that this goes on. And it's important to kind of be able to see that. And unfortunately, not everyone is an adult. Not everyone can look through the filter of maturity because that's what it comes down to. It comes down to maturity. And just like we've talked about, we are two very different people and we can have two very differing views and still have a mature conversation where we get to the same place of like, I see it this way, you see it this way. And we understand that this may be offensive to you, but it's not offensive to me or this is seen this way or that seen right. this way. Well, I and mean, so- even something as like basically like 
Gen Y season two. <laughs> you thought Gen Y season two was a hot mess. And I was like, no, actually. <laughs> I was like, actually, though, maybe it's genius. And like yeah. something as silly and fluffy and funny as that just like shows you that like there can be two perspectives. There's but room I, at the table for all of I it. I just think it was really important for like who heart to be yeah. it like giving us that scene because I do think there was like layering to it that you might not have gotten from a perspective from a place where like the like you're having to reach for that feeling you know yes yes uh the other thing that happens while they're in high school that annoys the mess out of me and this is speaking to the bigger character flaw of cake because as much as i love santa and he did a great job as cake cake had a big character flaw and his character flaw was that he was not able to have any type of self-awareness he was unable to process his feelings until he was screaming at you about how much you had changed and how he wasn't paying attention to him and whatever and you see that manifest early on in high school with the way that he breaks up with his girlfriend at the end when he's going off to america because he can't just be like i'm leaving we're not going to be in a relationship i want to spend more time with this boy he's like well you're gonna break up with me anyways right like you don't you're not gonna stay with me obviously you're gonna like he puts everything on her yeah yeah and in that moment i was like oh he's such a coward instead of being like because i think a little bit of it is the underlying uh scare like scared feeling that like potentially if he did recognize that he just wanted to spend it with cu then like things would have developed more but he was just like, no, I want to go hang out with my buddy right. instead of being like, I'm like thinking about I'm breaking up with a girl because I want to hang out with a boy. Well, but also so like I give him a little more leeway than that. Like I because you do like you tend to call people cowards a lot. And I feel like that's <laughs> such like I call an aggressive I call word. Leo a coward. Like I, I also don't think that about Leo, but like I just <laughs> that's I feel like kind of an aggressive word for cake because again. He's in high school. I don't think he's a coward. And I think he may, did a cowardly thing. In and that it moment. may yeah. be that genuinely that is how he thought he felt mm-hmm. because like he's a high school boy. And so like he may have been very sure that like this is the reason because it didn't click in his brain. I don't think that has anything yeah. to do with self-awareness. I think that that's how in that moment in time with his maturity level and his mm-hmm. life experience level, when he processed that thought, right, when that train of thought happened of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to bring, I'm going to America. I'm, I need to break up with my girlfriend and like, I'll get to hang out with you. I think that in his brain, he was like, well, I'm leaving. And the only reason I'm with this girl is like proximity. And so if we don't have the proximity, like she's going to dump me. And so like, why put it off? And so I do think he genuinely was like processing that the way that he genuinely thought he felt. I don't think that has anything to do with his self-awareness. I think it has to do with like, where he's at emotionally as a teenage boy that yeah, hasn't true. had like life experience and whose brain is still developing, right? Like, yeah, because they're, because I think that the thing is that like they're 14, right? They're in ninth grade. Yeah. Which leads us to the side story of this ninth grader with this college 
Hard pass, hard pass, hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> no. Because, this was my problem with Gen Y too. Because when they were having, when those two girls were having that conversation and she straight up is like, he's in ninth grade. And I was like, oh my God, he's 14 years old. No. He's 14 years old. I mean, I do appreciate that they don't develop it at all until like he's in college and she's graduated but like i do appreciate the conversation that they have where she's like he will forever be an age different from you and so like you need to move on and like draw a hard line and she's like i like him but she's not like she's not like romanticizing it in a like she's very aware that she has feelings for this boy and she's very aware that it's inappropriate at the age that they are because that's the thing like this is the conversation that gets brought up when you, I think, have like a May-December romance is that when you graduate, when you're out of school completely and you have like a 35-year-old with a 30-year-old, that feels normal. But when you have a 15-year-old with a 20-year-old, that's not okay. And again, it comes down to life experience. Like I've said this before right. that like, correct – Two, as we've talked about about Big Dragon, you probably know two people that are the same age that are two very different maturity levels. <laughs> yeah. And it has way less to do with emotional maturity and it has way more to do with life experience. Yeah. That, and also it has a ton to do with the fact that like a 15-year-old's brain is still developing, right? And I so, mean, like, for men, their the brain Im- still develops till 25. Exactly. So. <laughs> so like the impulse control yeah. and all of that. But like yeah. it comes down to just straight up life experience right. whether whether or not they're a man and the woman or, or whatever like a man and a man you got two men that are at the same age and two different yeah. maturity levels but like it has way less to do with like the emotional maturity and way more to do with like the life experience the brain development right because the example you gave was 30 and 35 yeah both people are fully developed inside the noggin at that point physically so, like, actually probably not but yeah but no like they're they're and they're like scientific facts yeah. behind like impulse control mm-hmm. and thing and this is why like for example if you live in america like you know that there's this whole thing about like boys are way more expensive to insure like on a car like for mm-hmm. car insurance right right um until they turn 21 and like even after that it costs more to insure men right until they turn i want to say it's like 28 or 30 or something like yeah. that and that like you just like it's an accepted fact that like boys especially teenage boys do not have the impulse control required to make logical decisions right and so and that's just like science that's like the gray goo in their head not working right yet yeah, yeah. and so like i have a huge issue with like that argument of like well if they were 30 and 35 it wouldn't matter no one would look twice well yeah you're right because of science right what age they are <laughs> and so like it's it's 100 percent inappropriate wrong like she never should have even said anything to anybody even if she had that fleeting thought of like that's a cute boy or whatever like, i mean i thought she did a great job going to her friend to be like i need to talk this out with you like i need to I need the reassurance that like I need to stop this in its tracks. No, I think she shouldn't have needed reassurance. Like I hated that. Like it made my skin crawl. I thought it was smart because here's the thing. It's like feelings are stupid and blind as we have seen in literally every show. And so it's realistic that you have feelings for somebody and age some 
especially when like you're young and you're coming into contact with people like to have that conversation and to be like, no, you need to like set that boundary. Not if you're in college and you're a freshman in high school. Sorry. Not if, if you are in college and is a freshman in high school, regardless of the genders involved in, you should know as the college aged person. Yeah, but your you're brain, still... you shouldn't need the reassurance. You shouldn't be like, hey, tell me I really should. No, you need to know you. And if you don't just know flat out in your head that what you're doing is absolutely I mean, no, no, no. what you're she feeling is absolutely wrong. Well, she knew it was wrong. That was the thing is like she knew it was wrong, but like she still had those feelings because I think that's what it comes down to is the fact that like you can't you shouldn't ever suppress and keep secret those things that you know you're struggling with right like that's the big conversation with a lot of these situations is that like when you do keep it a secret and you don't share it with somebody like you don't have accountability and therefore she had accountability with this girl who was like no you know what you're what you need to do like you know what's right and wrong in this situation and I think that gave her the extra like you need to stop and walk away from this boy. And the like, problem I have is I don't down. think she should have needed the extra. Like if I you mean, need that extra reassurance, like I feel there's like alcoholics shouldn't need to put right. down alcohol, but like it's a thing that happens, right? Like everybody that's has a little bit different than having romantic because that's actually comparing this to alcoholism is so problematic and wrong because that's like addiction is an actual like disorder like that is a medical condition right versus so like being like hey right. i think this 14 year old is hot and you're in college like that's very different from somebody who has alcoholism i mean i well yes i agree that it was a, a bad example but i definitely think she handled it in a mature smart way because honestly like her feelings for this boy clearly didn't change in what like 10 years they, i disagree like, i hate her i think it's stupid they like held out for 10 years no i hate her that was wild so that's the thing is like you have i think in this situation it was interesting kind of like what we were talking about earlier it was interesting to show this relationship and i'm not really sure why they decided I'm assuming it was in a book or whatever uh, yeah, the source material have been was. in a novel. Yeah. But it was interesting for them to show this because I feel like in different cultures, and I saw this recently, there was a conversation about the age of consent in an Asian country mm, in the Philippines. They were talking about how they had just changed the age of consent because I think it was like 12. And they changed it to like, they were changing it to like 14 or 15. Like Oh, it, good. Something. Right. And so that's the conversation that I think has had a lot of times is that age of consent. And so I think that was an interesting conversation to be brought up in in the straight storyline in, in right. a BL. That like, hey, this is a thing that happens. And this is a thing. Because we just saw it actually in... Uh, in the eclipse where everybody was like, are the teacher and right. AJ going to get together? Yeah, and everyone was so concerned. I will say I do appreciate that like the old, or I think it was interesting and I think it was progressive in a way to make wild. the predator the girl. Yeah. Because like she's a predator. Let's call it what it is. Like she is a predator in that moment. Well, hundo P. <laughs> like, so I do think it was like progressive that yeah, they made a straight girl the predator because right. so often 
gay men are portrayed as predators. And yeah. so often the stories that we see are like older men preying on younger girls. Right. So I do think that it was like progressive in a way that they like made the predator a straight woman. It was fascinating that they held on to that storyline for like they're going to end up together. It's not for me. This is what I'll say. is like that storyline. It was not for me. It, it was you an- related to it on some level or you thought it was interesting. That's great for you. And I don't judge you. But- I think it was interesting. I think it was interesting that, yeah, that they chose that as the side story because there was no other side story. Right. Other, other than now that we get to skip to college title. Yeah. And uh, title who plays tall and uh, see you. And I love title. I mean, I, I also love as title. Cake, cake should be threatened by title. Yeah, and I <laughs> low key kind of do ship Kuhart and title. Like I'd wa- I'd like I mean, I'd watch that show. I ship title with everybody. Me too. That's what I mean. It's I like, ship title with himself show. because right now in Remember Me, he's killing it on his own. Yeah, I ship title. Title is like Sia, like or like Baz. Yeah, those three boys like. It's unimportant to me who they get paired with because, totally. like, they can carry their ship. Yes. No matter who it is. Yeah, I don't even remember. They can remember. be shipped with, like, a ferret. It doesn't matter to me, like. I don't even remember Actually, who. that would matter to me. That would be weird, but. <laughs> oh, we've gone into bestiality. We're talking about well, I mean, pedophilia. Now we're in bestiality. Everyone's super into this, like, cat and dog situation. So, like, I don't know. This is not a jump. Um, But they're not cat and dogs. That's a different conversation for a different day. I was going to say, what do you have to say to people who believe in reincarnation? What do you mean? I don't understand how like, that connects. If, if they're reincar, if we believe in reincarnation and that like your dog can turn into a human or that a human can turn into a dog. I don't think anyone believes. <laughs> I mean, the- is reincarnation. Like, cause you can be reincarnated, reincarnated into as anything. Like a, yeah. As a rock. As like a grasshopper. Ooh, there's another level there. Yeah, still no, no. I think that like if your long lost love gets reincarnated as a dog and you're reincarnated as a cat, you're not meant in this life to be romantically together. Let's wait until the next life. How about that when we're both humans? Like, and we have not been transformed magically. Like, but what if you are true? What? What if? No, no. What if? Nobody had a problem with it in um in uh Hocus Pocus. I had a problem with it. Did you? Yes. <laughs> or in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Although I don't think he was romantically No. Sa- sa- uh, Salem was never romantically involved with anyone what's his, psycho. What's his name? Salem and yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. No. That's oh so funny. Also, oh also, I'd like to point out. Thackeray Binks also was never romantically involved with anybody. Everybody just thought he was cute. Kind of like how no, everybody he was. thought. He had like a little girl who was dead though. That was his sister, you creep. Oh, what is wrong with you? That was his little sister. The whole point is he's like avenging his little sister and trying to find her like soul. You are psychotic. <laughs> what is wrong? Okay, Thackeray Binks was never romantically involved with anybody. Everybody just thought the actor who played him was cute. Just like how everybody thought the actor that played Casper the Friendly Ghost in the live action remake was like super hot and everybody was like, oh, oh my that. God, like Casper is a real boy. Who was that? I don't know his name. I don't think I even... Was that the one that um, Christina Ricci? Yeah, yeah. 
I only remember Christina Ricci. In there's that. like a Casper part. Casper became a human. So there's a part. In, why are we having <laughs> Casper the damn friendly ghost? There's a part in the movie where it's like on this one specific night, and they have this potion, right? Because that's why Casper died. Is like his right. dad has been working on this potion right. to like make Bring him back. ghosts human, right? right, right and right. so like they have this potion, and he's able like he shows up and is able to be like a human boy and like he slow dances with her and they like oh, float right. in the air right actor? i don't know his name Gosh, i don't he remember wasn't, it wasn't like that. jonathan taylor thomas or somebody like that it wasn't anybody like famous. i was more of a zachary tyler bryan girl but whatever <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas was like a little older than me. Like Zachary, whatever, whatever yeah, would have been like way, way too older. old for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, but anyways, no. Okay, uh, Zachary Binks was never romantically <laughs> involved with anybody. Okay, and oh also gosh. like no. Anyways, back to back to title. <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, uh t- title played that excellently. P tall. Yeah, man. I sure. I loved the beginning of their college like them reuniting i thought was really sweet i thought the way that they handled the fact that like they had been separated for three four years right and that coming back together they weren't supposed to be the same like it wasn't in fact when cake left cu he was like please make friends please do you know please get out of your comfort zone and also like ben's i forget the name of his character but when ben's has that conversation with see you about how he like joined the drama club and like made friends with the seniors oh gosh that was just like so sweet and just like encouraging the way that the way that all of CU's friends encouraged him and didn't force him into anything right it he it very much felt like he was in control of what he was doing at all times it wasn't like he was being ostracized or being forced in the spot right like it didn't see or he was like just doing some he it wasn't like he was just doing something because Kate told him to. Yes. Which like is something that we saw that always bothers me when I see it and I think is so disgusting when mm-hmm. like in this kind of dynamic when one person goes and does something simply because someone tells them to that they mm. are that they love or whatever. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so like for example, like that scene in I Promise You the Moon was disgusting to me absolutely disgusting to me like i had like a visceral reaction to that and so like that this obviously would not have been as extreme as that but like i really really hate when somebody goes and does something for no other reason not because they want to not for any other reason but then someone that they like like or care about or love or whatever has they're trying to gain favor from yeah not necessarily trying to gain favor but it's almost like they don't know themselves enough to know Mm. what it is that they really want and so like they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it in service of someone else yeah and like i just think that especially in like romantic relationships like that's not okay like you need to really know yourself and to be okay with like who you are and your actions and your decisions and like not necessarily be swayed from by like a person a personality trait like a whole ass personality well and i feel like that happens more so in like pre-romantic situations which is like a huge red flag (laughs) well there's also you know there's this whole thing on tiktok right now about like all these women talking about how they like i know nothing about tiktok okay so there's this trend on tiktok right now um about and it's like women talking about how like they basically tricked a guy into dating them and now they're married (laughs) and it's this like trend and it's like and they'll talk about like so for example one of the ones i saw recently was like this girl was like 
he was like new at my work and like I forget how she got there but like she was like I pretended like or something xyz and he had to help me and then we had to like text about it and I like laid the foundation and now like five years later he's my husband oh my god and it all started with she was like I laid this foundation because I wanted to date him without like actively pursuing him and this is a whole thing and it's a trend on TikTok right now yeah it does happen a lot and but I mean mirroring is also a legitimate like flirting like thing that humans just naturally do so i feel like that dynamic always diabolical i feel like that dynamic works well for men and women because men are the worst and they know because men are stupid yeah no like let's call it to be like like, given that confidence that boys are dumb and so like you can (laughs) fully trick them into dating you if you try hard enough yeah and i've and i feel like my gay friends have talked about this before about tricking a man uh, like and yes boys are dumb yes girls true. girls can be dumb too though girls can be dumb too the number of times i've been played yes the numbers i was just talking about nick from high school who tricked me into being his lacrosse cheerleader he had no interest in me they're not special you're just i'm stupid. just stupid <laughs> you're not special i'm just stupid oh god uh god so Fully. that leads us into the whole conversation revelation i didn't love that cake was drunk in this moment Mm -hmm. where i mean i feel like that's legit right like sometimes like what is like in vito veritas right like in wine there is truth it's like when you're yeah you've never heard that before no uh i don't think i've heard the latin version of that before yeah (laughs) uh but yeah i think and this is why i got made fun of in high school uh but in that moment like that conversation i thought was an interesting way that they handled because yeah you don't see any development from cake prior to that scene of feelings yeah. like you you as the viewer see it you're like kate come on come on, come on my dude like you like this boy just yeah. like figure it out already and that's why you're like frustrated with the whole the way that he's acting in college the way he's acting towards Tall, the way but that, people like, process things at different totally. speeds and i think that like yeah as a viewer it is kind of frustrating because also brain. because like we're going into it knowing it's a bls where like i know you're gonna end up yeah, together yeah, yeah. so can you just do the thing like <laughs> here's a new one that i absolutely loved so in bl we get if it wasn't you it would be nobody. It would be else. nobody. Th- this all started with like Sodas. I'm only gay for you. It, the whole like, if it wasn't him, I wouldn't be into yeah. anybody. S- Sodas started that. Here's a new one that we got in my only 12%. If you're gay, <laughs> I will be gay with you. He literally says, because in that moment, CU is like, you can't be like, you can't be my friend anymore because I'm gay. You hate me. Like, you know I'm gay. You must He's pulling me. a big cake. Yes. And so Cake is like, it's okay. I'd be gay with you. I mean, truly, I when do, you said listen, that line, I died. I, I was like, what in the BL? I thought it was really cute because I was like, <laughs> to me, I interpreted it. It as was like, endearing because at least it wasn't like, if I'm only gay for you. Right. And like. He's like, I'm going to be gay now because it, you changed me. It was endearing to me because like, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cute because I was like, okay, clearly like this boy 
understands that he has feelings for other boys, but he hasn't quite gotten to the point uh, where CU is, where you is, right? Where he can like, where he's really admitted it even to himself. He's like gone extreme. He's there's no middle ground. We can't we can't be by. We can't figure it out. Well, I thought it was really cute because like like, I. I interpreted it as like on some level, like he knew, like he had figured out, like yeah. okay, I like boys, like this is where I'm at. But he hadn't, like again, got to the point where you was at with it. Yes. And I think that, like in that moment, and I think it's very like descriptive of their friendship, and it like yeah. very much just like fits their friendship of yeah. like without knowing it, you had given him this out where he could be like, yeah, yes, he like he didn't have to go through all those steps. It was something he already knew, and right. he was like solid. Like, he's given him this, like, easy answer to something that he needed. And that reminds me, and that makes me think about how beautiful this story is. Because you see two characters with two very different processes and experiences. Because you'll have those people who realize their sexuality based on a grouping of experiences with the same sex. And then you'll have people who have the experience with just one person. And I feel like I've heard women talk about this a lot where they're like I had this experience with this one girl and it changed me and I feel like maybe less so with men or less I've heard it less so with men where they like this one man changed me I think more like I saw men in general and was like I feel feelings I think I hear it more from by men Mm. and I think that because like even now it's really hard to find like by representation and like there is still this like attitude that goes around somewhere mm-hmm. so, sometimes that like bi is not real right like right like that you do at least i still hear it sometimes yeah. in conversation and like or that's that's not true right yeah. or it's dismissed as like you're still figuring it out or right. you just don't want to admit you're gay or you just don't want to admit you're lesbian right like it's very much like it is perceived still today to be like not real. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like you hear more of that, like what was this one, I had this experience with this one man and that's what made is because like you hear more from bi men than gay men because there's this like stigma or has been for years that like, you sleep with a man, you're gay. No, that like, bi bi is not actually real you're just not willing to admit that you're gay and Mm. so like if you say at least like this is my friends have like explained it to me this way right like my my friends that are gay men Mm -hmm. that like if you if they hear somebody back in the day if they would hear somebody say like i'm bi they like almost wouldn't want to associate with them because they'd be like Mm -hmm. oh you just don't want to admit you're gay like what's so wrong with being gay like why aren't you willing to admit that you're gay and so I think that we just don't hear it as much right on that side of things because there was for so long and luckily I do think things are changing at least in terms of like the way people talk about it that like being bi is real that actually is a real thing yeah and we're also getting more of it in BLs too which has been really interesting so yeah, that I did the way that these the way that he said that was, it was actually really, really sweet. sweet. Because I saw a little bit of this conversation. We've talked about this before. There's not a lot of BLs where they come out and they're like, I'm gay. Yeah. It's like, always like, I have feelings for you. Yeah. Or like I like they'll even say like I like men. Or what if I don't like girls? Yeah, what if I don't like girls? That's actually that's in Big Dragon right now. That's how yes. Minkorn wait, spoiler. That yeah. scenario happens in Big Dragon. Currently. It happens in the Eclipse too. Yeah, where he's like, "What if I don't like, like girls? girls?" 
And so to hear a character say, I'm gay, because we talked about this and I was like, in Tarn type, you hear you hear type say, I hate gays a lot. And you hear other people called called Tarn gay. Does he actually say, I'm gay? Yeah. When they have their like initial sort of like confrontation. Their, their first confrontations where like he's trying to provoke, like type is trying to provoke Tarn into moving out essentially. Right. And Tarn to his credit like Tarn type is so problematic and so wrong in so many ways but I was always impressed with the way that Tarn was like I'm just gonna embrace it and yeah me being gay is not the problem no you having a problem with me being gay is the problem and he always very much was like up like he never felt guilty or weird or bad he was like my sexuality is not the problem here right and so like he was like yes I'm gay so what he does say that he does say like Mm. yes I am gay So yeah, yeah, we don't see that as much. And so I thought it was really, really nice to hear a character be like, I'm gay. And then also to hear the character that falls in love with him be like, okay, I'll be gay with you. (laughs) It was really sweet. I mean, truly the dynamic between Santa Earth (laughs) is very sweet. Yeah. And the way they play these characters, these boys are such good actors. And at the end of the day, I know that like... In talking about the show, in talking about Santa Earth, we have to talk about the age difference between the two of them. Right. And so I think it's important to say that, like, these two boys are such good actors and that, sure, the ship work and the out-of-series content that we get leans more towards that kind of questionable area. I will say I disagree with the ship work part of it. I think that the TikTok dances and stuff like that, I can see where if that was the only thing you were seeing, you mm. would maybe be like shocked. Yeah. Or yeah. you would maybe make assumptions. But when we were getting ready for our interview with them, go watch our interview with them. <laughs> I was like watching a bunch of stuff that they had done. So yeah. I could get a better handle on like their personalities. Right. We do this before every interview. Yeah. We're like, we, we try research. to figure out like how, like what their personalities are so that mm. we can then be like respectful of that. Yeah. Right. And so like, I was watching all this stuff they had done. Also, they did something with God. So I had to like immediately watch it, obviously. Um, <sighs> and I will say like there, even in that, like Madan fun thing, the mm. deck done that yeah. they did with God, they were like doing a photo shoot. That was like a couple photo mm-hmm. shoot. Right. Even in just watching the behind the scenes of yeah. that, where normally you would see a ship be like, Yes, you yes. know, like shippy, <laughs> shippy. These two boys, it was very much like pinong, pinong. But it was very like, <laughs> yeah. like, like with a very professional, like, yes. It was very, very clear. I think and obvious that like they work well together, and that like Santa admires Earth, and that Earth like yeah, like sees Santa and right and is like works well with him, but like the. Honestly, it's the Earth show, which it like as well it should be. Yes. And it was yeah. just so professional. And like, even when we interviewed them, like even during our interview, like they were like, they giggled a little bit and were like right. kind of cutesy, but it wasn't, again, it wasn't shippy. It wasn't shippy in the way that like, for example, some of the more like famous ships, like Mew and Golf, mm-hmm. the way that they would play that, or like Z and Nunu, our current one, the way that like they play it, right? It yeah. when they're doing ship work, when Santa and Earth are like out there doing their ship work, right. it's not shippy. It's and a, I think yeah, that it's a sweet dynamic. People just get like so heated over these 
stupid, dumb TikTok dances that like, it's TikTok. It's TikTok. Like, oh my God. And also like, it, it's just, it's so very clear to me that this is like a professional work friends, like, like work bestie, right? Like that kind yeah. of thing. I do. I love their dynamic because I think Santa, like you said, admires Earth. Yeah. And I think as someone in the industry, I think Earth is definitely somebody to be looked up to because he is owning who he is and he is proud of who he is. And he's never, of course, in the public eye that we've seen has never caused any problems or been inappropriate or done anything wrong. Right. Like he has never done anything wrong. And also the other thing that I want to point out with this, which we've said before is that like, typically these actors don't get to choose who they are shipped with. They mm-hmm. get cast, they get cast for things and they don't, <laughs> unless get to your pick. Moss bank. <laughs> well, but even then like bank, it's not like bank, picked Moss. No, he what didn't. he did is he was like I don't know this guy could be in Star Hunter I want my 500 buy yeah, yeah. he wasn't like I want that boy to come kiss me yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. wasn't like that you know what I mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. like these boys in most cases don't get to pick who they're shipped with they are right. cast this is a business this right. is their work right. and on top of that it is not Earth's fault that he looks young. No. Like, if you paired him with a boy, like, okay, for example, Big, uh, like, of Star Hunters, mm-hmm. um, like, Big Tinoy. If you were to pair Kuhart with him, it would look super creepy from, like, an aesthetic point of view. Yeah. Because, it, like, Earth looks young. And, like, Earth should be allowed. Think about the West. Okay, we have people who are like 40 playing high schoolers. So like more power to him if he looks young enough to play a high schooler, he should go play a high schooler. But in that moment, this should not be a never been kissed situation where, you know what I mean? Like, it would be creepy if he got paired with somebody that was like mid to late 20s. It wouldn't look right. And so like, it's not his fault that the powers that be saw that and were like, okay, we need to match him with somebody that like, physically they look yeah. right together and like right. they're not a real couple i know their dynamic is really sweet and so that's what i think lends itself to this show i'll be curious to see where they go from here if yeah. they because clearly this feels like one of those ships that's like gonna continue and they're gonna get cast together they work well together they work excellently together i enjoy watching them in characters on a show I think they have an excellent dynamic. I mean, Santa, seriously, I could go on and on and on about how well he acted this. I think what's interesting about them is that their acting doesn't actually depend on their chemistry. Because I just realized, I was like, we keep saying dynamic, 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 not chemistry, because that's really what it is. Yeah. And so many of these ships really, really depend, like, solely on the chemistry. Because, like, either the acting is not up to par, or the writing is not up to par, or, like, right? Like, all of these things. Yep. With these two, they're both so talented that, like, actually their chemistry doesn't really come into play. Like, because they both have chemistry with everybody. Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, like, they both are just, like, personable and understand their characters and how their characters should behave. And they're just, like, both really good actors that, like, it doesn't come down to their chemistry. I think they just work well together. Like, yeah. Because they're so professional. I love that we get the development of their relationship 
pretty seamlessly. And then the plot twist of all plot twists in a show where the boys end up together and you're like, oh, happily ever after. This is going to be so fun. And then CU's mom gets cancer and goes and is going to die. And like, why? Honestly, (laughs) why do we have to make... Kuhart cry for the next three episodes. I mean, he is a beautiful crier. So, like, I understand the. But honestly, like, this was a big, like, why? We got daddy issues. This this is honestly not to be that girl, but like, I'll be that girl. This was like when freaking Pa gets like (laughs) blindness disorder or whatever the hell he had for no reason. (laughs) Like, literally, just so that Baz could go cry in a shower. Like and so Copter could act it, the mess out of yeah, that. Oh my like, god! So that Copter could cry and Baz could cry. Like literally, the plot device of this man going blind and dying <laughs> was so well, that these two boys could cry. So now, that do they cry beautifully? Could have yes. a celebration of life at the beach. <laughs> I mean, life goes on, love goes on. Thank you. I think that should be merch. <laughs> do you think Star Hunter? I think would it would copyright? be copyright infringement. <laughs> Star Hunter loves us. What are you talking about? I think it would be covered. I think I think KO would sue us immediately. <laughs> He'd be like, "You're nothing." <laughs> he would go full GMMTV where he'd have a lawyer holding the paperwork. Yes, <laughs> on the feed. KO, I would never disrespect you like that. Please understand. Oh, can we talk about how actually really not funny but funny that is that like GMMTV is like we're gonna put our lawyer holding a piece of paper on our IG feed to prove that we are suing people because <laughs> people are that psycho on the internet oh, it's so dumb it's, it's so insane KO, we would KO I would never you. disrespect you in that way in fact I feel like I already need to pay your royalties for the amount of times that I that I talk about Superboy I want to know now thinking back season uh-huh. Well, did season one have like a a company that we just like ceasingly talked about? Because season two was obviously worldwide. And you're right. My Se- season two was You're My Sky. You're My Kachangpa. We got it in. Always. Listen, even if even if we've uh, added Star we've Hunter added, to we've added to our no inner one, circle. I mean, we have we have already mentioned unwillingly. Sia. It's fine. <laughs> unwillingly. <laughs> unwilling additions to the let's talk to y'all inner uh-huh. circles god i'm coming for you god oh god um I, think- I don't know about season one was it i think it was jeff i think it was jeff jeff satter i don't think it was necessarily a couple that we would harp on a lot i think that it was like we managed to bring up jeff in every <laughs> single episode i mean he was the reason we started the podcast he was the reason we started the podcast jeff satter we love you jeff satter come on the podcast <laughs> Oh, that's Jeff right. Satter, if you're like listening. literally every podcast would be like, episode, "Come on the podcast." You would be like Jeff Satter. Yeah. Oh. The uh, the golden goose. Even back then, I called him my golden goose. He is still my golden goose. I want everyone to know that I have never said die. I am still trying to get this man on the podcast. I've been trying to get this man on the podcast since June sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Yes. Although, I and I never like, gave up. I'm I, still trying. Jeff Satter, if you're listening, come on the podcast. I feel like the podcast we should just like end it when we have jeff Satter. when we get jeff there is no more let's talk bl we did the thing so like so jeff don't come on or <laughs> i mean maybe everybody go plead for jeff to come on so that this will end, this will end. no <laughs> i feel like if god ever heard this he would like write a personal letter to jeff being like please how much do you think it would cost to book jeff Satter? 
I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know. We've only ever successfully paid two of them. We did get a quote. Finally, but not even for a BL boy. For an, a musical artist. For a musical artist. But every time we ask the question, nobody will tell us. <laughs> it's weird. So I don't know. Interesting. TBD. Should we tell should us in we the try, comments how much we you try think and, we should pay? Should we try and book Jeff it? to like record a theme song for us for season four? Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> How much would that cost? How much would that cost? I don't know. We'll give you we'll give you royalties. <laughs> yeah. All the money we make on this podcast. Oh my God. He uh, pays us. He pays us. <laughs> I mean, we do got that bank connection now. Right. Bank put in a good word. Go watch that IG live that we did with Moss and Bank, by the way. Yeah. Very interesting story about that OST Last and night. Jeff's uh, creation. When you're listening to this. Yes, or whatever day Sunday. you're listening to this. I'm just going to say that we've only done one IG live with Moss and Bank. So, like, there's go only listen, one to go yeah. look at. But, yeah. I, the, okay, this will be my new project. This is Well, I have so many projects going on for season four, you guys. It's so not even funny. The, we're going to add this because I am really curious to know how much it would cost to just, like, pay Jeff to, like, sing to our faces? a theme song for us. Because <laughs> like he'd have to write something. That would take thing. him like a hot second. Oh yeah, I would be like Jeff. Whatever, like I don't know. He could be like barfing and record it, and I'd be like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he could sing. He could sing. Um, he could sing the phone book. Sure, the dictionary. He could sing his ABCs, and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> Season four of LTBL is Jeff Satterstone. Sees on the for a theme song. I'd be like, yeah. 10 out of 10. Oh my gosh. I'm so, genuinely so curious. But the caveat would be that he'd have to workshop the song with us. We'd no, have no, no. to be like, okay, that sounds creepy. I'm sorry. I had a thought and then it left and I won't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm frightened. It wasn't that creepy. There's no nudity involved. It's fine. I'm afraid. Uh, How much do you think it would cost to get Element to do anything? They'd pay us. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh my god, now I need this. How much has, do you think it would cost? Has any of Element written a song? I don't know. <laughs> this took a turn. We talked about we talked uh going back to the show. CU's mom getting cancer and dying. Uh why? Big Y energy. Educational because third hand smoke. Third hand smoke kills. This is the question that I had with make it right. With the sex education. <laughs> this is the question. You only had one. I I'm fascinated. One. I only had one. You only had one question about make it right. You're doing way better than me. What was going on in Thailand that they were like, we need to PSA in a show about this thing? What is third hand smoke an issue oh, in an Thailand? Issue in right Thailand. Now? I mean I didn't even know third hand smoke was a thing. Like, I'm gonna be dying soon because man, did I get third hand smoke from my grandpa's house right when we when my well, grandpa it is passed very away, like, dangerous Ooh. i will say it is very dangerous because well now you can die of eating smoked things so like we were given Did you know that yeah because the carcinogens insane we were given we're our first die. house by my husband's parents it was yes. a house he grew up in 
Um, and his dad had been renting it because like he didn't still live in it because my husband's parents are divorced and it was like the house he raised his family in. And so then he got a new wife and his new wife was like, this is creepy. I'm not living here. <laughs> but his dad didn't want to sell it. So he'd been renting right. it. And then we got married and he was like, have a house, which is like a wild gift to be given. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and it's also, I understand, not a normal gift and a very privileged gift. Yeah, yeah. But he had been renting it and he's such a nice guy. Like, he's a terrible businessman. He's not prudent. Um, <laughs> Title would be so disappointed in him. Title would be, although I feel disappointed in Title right now because Elon Musk is not the person to ask about anything. But so he'd been renting it out. And even though the policy was like no smoking in the house, like right. he had let these people, yeah. they like hadn't paid rent in like six months, but they had kids. And so he didn't want to evict them. And he felt oh bad. Gosh. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And so they move out finally and we get the house and they had smoked in there for like, years yeah, at that point that and it was like it felt gross and bad like just breathing in there and so we had a company come out and like clean because the only way to do it is like you have to clean with chemicals yeah and it literally pulls the tar out of the walls like you can see it happening it literally looks that like a like horror, horror film yeah. it does like you can <gasps> see the like black drips coming out of the wall after they apply this stuff and they fully were like you guys can't stay here until this is done <laughs> telly she's staring at me they fully were like you guys can't stay here until this is done because like you will get sick. Like, this is dangerous. Oh, my god! Yeah. Third-hand smoke, y'all. Third-hand smoke. I mean, like, first and second-hand smoke, bad. Third-hand. Also bad. Don't, Everything's bad. Don't don't kill. Although, Everything in the, in the West, you. nobody cares if you kill whoever. Because, like, we didn't want to wear masks all of COVID. So. Everything will kill you. That's all you <laughs> need to know. I mean, truly, how did we survive the 80s with all the BPA we were taking in? I wasn't alive in the 80s. Whatever. <laughs> 90s bpa was still a thing in the 90s uh yeah this show took a turn but the show was good it was really sweet i again i liked it way more than i thought i would only because i was apprehensive about it wabi sabi give freaking kuhart bigger or little earth earth cats and i forget the rest of his name because i was i said it but i don't remember you did say it uh give him fluff i know can't can't he just be happy damn give him what do you want to see kuhart in you know what i feel like kuhart would be fun in like a mama gogo kind of situation but he's <laughs> he's chris's character oh uh, funny yeah love that uh i was thinking like a secret crush on you where he like there's some like depth to that character to sang's character oh sang okay. yeah where he's like a little crazy a little because like there's some acting depth to that like because 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 little earth is an excellent actor he's a great actor so, like yeah. i wouldn't want him to just be like a fluffy one note type of character like i'd want something like a little you know what i want for him bit. you know what i want for him let's okay. bring it back to where we need to be truly everyone emotionally oh, and no. in life this is where you need to be oh no you know what i want for him I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? I don't know. Well, You're going to love it. San. From You Are My Sky, Jude, My Katanka. Oh. He is San. Because there's acting depth to that, but he's always so happy and positive. Nothing bad happens to him ever. Yes. He, like... Yeah, I live my life according to San. Yeah, San. San's a perfect character. San. You Are My Sky, Jude, My Katanka. Yet again, proving to us that perfect shows do exist. You can't... You can't find 
a more perfect character than San. San, you're my sky, you're my Katanka. Um, and if you can, first of all, you should go rewatch your my sky and tell me if you think there is a more perfect character. San is wonderful. I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> okay, this has been Let's Talk Real. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all things. <laughs> Let's Talk Real at Let's Talk Real. Bye. <laughs>